He said he know how I'm gonna start the day. That shit crazy. You don't know me like that, man. I know exactly what the fuck you about to play. You don't know me like that, man. Go ahead and play this song. You don't know me like that, man. Go ahead and play it. You don't know me like that, man. Way back. Exactly what I thought you was gonna goddamn play. Come on, it's too too long. It's my second. It's my second favorite song of all time. I'm sorry. Exactly. This is the second time you've played it on something, bro. Hey, hey. And then if we're doing this movie, it's only one way to start this. Yeah, you have to, so that's how I know. You're an idiot that started this way. I'm just letting this shit ride out, man. Let it ride out for my audio listeners. My audio listeners, honestly, they kind of get some perks that the YouTube viewers don't get. They get the full fucking episode. When it was like 1985 yeah. yeah. Damn right. Hosted by me, your host Louis B, and and your boy K Rod. We are back for another installment, and mm-hmm. I'm happy to be here. If you already have have, if you know this song, man, you already know what movie we doing. If you don't, I'll go ahead and tell you today we are doing The Wood. Yeah. The oh wood. my God. Listen, this is one of this is I'll say as far as blasts go, this is probably top. This is easily top five. This is easily top five movies Definitely. all the time for me. Yeah. So, The Wood, man. Oh, my God. And, and this is something that I was young when it came out. So, I had to grow into it. But when I was young, it was still a movie that I fucked with heavy. Yeah. Even though I didn't fully understand yeah. everything that was going on. It's another on. one of those movies that I vaguely remember coming out. I remember... I've seen so many movies at uh, the drive-in movie theater. Maybe mm-hmm. I was seeing something else and it was playing as well, but I vaguely remember this movie as well. Well, yeah, we can go ahead and get into the black facts for the day, man. Oh, well, then let's get it. So, you know, I'm coming with the black facts today. Uh, the Wood is a 1999 a comedy. stars Omar Epps, Richard T. Jones, and Tay Diggs. It's directed and written by... I hope I don't mess this brother's name up, Rick Famuyi. I think that's how I pronounce his name. I say Fumi, y'all. Hey, listen, I, everybody just says it differently. We, We're sorry, but you are a you. We, we'll we'll give you some flowers right now because you are probably shit. We've done Brown Sugar already as a classic, so right. it just goes to show like we fuck with your movies right. and dope. I'm sure we'll be doing well, great, that very soon. So. Great, 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 definitely great movie. We and, definitely um, love your speaking movies. Speaking of dope, this would actually be the prequel to Dope. That we're gonna get around to it, mm-hmm. not necessarily. A, it would be a spiritual, kind of like an un, unofficial. It's like in the right. same universe. Same, the same a, city, the Wood same universe, Inglewood. MCU type thing. Right, they would be same Inglewood. <laughs> so, like I said, we we already named the cast, the main core cast, and we also have decent, you know, people in the movie as well. We got Sanaa Lathan, we got Lisa Ray in a small role, we got DeAndre Bonds. He plays Stacy, mm-hmm. who was also in uh, Dope, as we said earlier, and we also got Tamla Jones. Just just a dope movie, man. 61% Rotten Tomato, so that's pretty good. That's still not, you know, and again, who's what what's a critic? But uh so anyway, some facts about the movie. It made uh $25 million. What was the budget? Six million dollars. 
That's not bad. That's no, it's really great. Not bad. That's more than again that means somebody really didn't know get paid back then. That came out. Would you say two thousand? Uh, ninety nine. Ninety nine. So, so that custom. we have to think about. That's literally like the same time as Best Man hitting. Right. Then we also have. Uh, what came out the best man? What came out the best man? Loving basketball. Yeah, around right the same time. And these no, are people great. that are all in the same film, so it's like, ah, uh, nah, that's that's great for that. I mean, you know, um, that's dope. You not get romantic comedies in general don't you know don't spend that much money, so that made his money back. Yo, like I said, we always say the only thing is, damn, how much did these niggas get paid? Right. But again, you know, they not. So that's fine. So my only other fact, major fact, is. Um, that um, one of the roles that Jamie Foxx had turned down back in the day was the part of Slim. He actually had the part of Slim in the movie, and he turned it down to do, guess what? What, what other that? movie he turned down to do that? Shit, if we talking 99, Any Given Sunday? Definitely. That is great. Fam, I don't even see Jamie Foxx playing Slim, given who the character is. He was just a rise-cracking nigga. Well, he was, I guess, yeah. maybe, I don't know if maybe, you know, like in, in the, you know how, how in your world, they ask for what this per- person is supposed to look like. Maybe they have said like fat, tall, fast, See, slick talker. And that's I, I, I didn't know that. Maybe, slick, that, you know. You, they don't go that much into looks. So they probably just said, let me get a funny nigga, slick talking nigga. And it's Jamie Foxx. Yeah. That but, is yeah. interesting. Definitely, definitely. I figured you like, like that one. That is interesting. Definitely, so, of definitely. course, I found a review from mm-hmm. Roger Ebert. Let's go ahead and get into it. I actually like this one. The Wood is a sweet, lighthearted comedy about three friends who stick together from high school until a wedding day. Nothing unusual about that, but these are African-American characters. <laughs> <clears throat> these are nigger characters. <laughs> I'm just Stop kidding. With me. I'm just kidding. Uh, I'm just kidding. He didn't say that. I translated what they were trying to say. Right. <laughs> but these are African-American characters, and Hollywood seems incapable of imagining young black men who are not into violence, drugs, and trouble. Agreed. The black middle class, millions of Americans, is generally invisible to movie makers who retail negative images of life in the hood, mm-hmm. often for the entertainment of suburban kids, white and black, whose own lives are completely different. Now, I, I will agree. say I like this review because they weren't trying to shit on this movie. They basically said, fam, these are regular ass niggas that's going through regular ass shit that a lot of people can relate to and that's something that especially during the 90s we wasn't seeing in film so yeah, you I had think boys that's, dope. In the, that's dope we had other classes blacks like boys in hood that mm-hmm. we did but you can see but that's a total difference between that shooting and niggas and killing niggas and but doing again drugs. we love the movie because we did it yeah but it's just the same thing <laughs> i like it man let's go ahead and break down this movie so this movie is a little interesting because they they like to play around with time the thing about this movie, they go back and forth between the main characters uh, in present day, which is 99, and then they go back to when they were kids, chronicling, I would say, middle school up through, shit, I don't, middle school up through mm-hmm. high school. Right, right, right. Yeah, so they pretty much chronicle those two separate time periods, and it's pretty interesting. So mm-hmm. the main characters, we have Roland, we have Mike, we have Slim. So it is Roland's wedding day. Mike and Slim are looking for Roland. Where is Roland? <laughs> they don't know where Roland is. They end up in his room, and then they start going down memory lane of how they first met. Mike is new to Englewood, California as a kid, 
and he doesn't really know what's going on. He's from North Carolina, literally on the other side of the fucking country, and things is just different. You know, he meets these two guys, um, and it's just interesting how they meet. You know, they meet outside at recess, and... First niggas he met, he's friends with for the rest of his life. That's crazy. Which is really dope. <laughs> no, it's dope. something to be said for that. Now, no. a movie is just movieing sometimes, yeah. but that's kind of how it happened. It could happen like that. Yeah. It... <sighs> But I got a question. Well, it's not a question. It's more of a nitpick that you notice. What's when up? the movie, we'll fast forward back to where yeah, we was yeah. at. But in the movie, when the movie first starts off, the wedding day, mm-hmm. uh, he talks straight to the audience, right? So I'm confused because I'm like, who are we supposed to be the wedding guests? And if, if you're talking to the, <laughs> this is my only thing about the movie. You didn't like the narration part. A lot of people I, say that about I this like movie. I like it, but what are who are you like if you're a wedding guest recording it why are you talking to us as if we don't know who you are and then honestly if you think about it i don't think he did that he narrated in audio only which makes perfect sense but as far as like doing that narration thing in person he didn't really do that throughout the rest of the movie so i right. mean maybe it was just something to break the fourth wall as an entrance as an right. intro for the movie to set it up maybe that's how they did it because even i guess he didn't that that was kind of the setup for the flashbacks. Right, right, right. And the next scenes of flashbacks came when he was around his his Other friends, people, so it made more sense. But so is he talking to a person? Because it literally seems he, like when they're in the car, it's like, yeah, you Whitney, now we're talking to a person, but you're introducing us as if we don't know you. It's one of them things <laughs> I don't even really get. It's one, hey man, sometimes movies, I like when movies try to break the fourth wall sometimes. I like it. It's interesting. They try to do something different. Yeah. They take it out always. A lot of people said they didn't like that though, now that you like mention it, it but fuck y'all niggas, man. It's a blast. It is. So, um, we go back to how they meet the first day of school. Uh, they they see a beautiful girl, you know what I'm saying? See a beautiful girl, Alicia, played by what is her name? Melinda, Melinda Williams. Williams. Also, there's oh an idol while we did, so yeah, yeah, man. So they see her, they's like, man, you, you know what I'm saying? This the girl we all like, you know what I'm saying? Everybody like cause she fine as hell. Of course, Mike thinks she fine. Nigga said, hey, for one dollar, go touch her ass. So I guess that back then in the '80s, a dollar was a lot. You know what I'm saying? A dollar was was gonna get some good candy at lunch or hamburger get some shit. shit. I don't know. <laughs> Was Somehow, you that fine though. Even as a kid, like I don't. I don't judge kids because I don't. Do I'm that saying as a kid. What's my back podcast? Listen, I'm talking <laughs> about as a kid. Even though she was a fucking adult playing that yeah, kid, yeah, that's a big ass girl. Oh, she definitely was. Wasn't she, she was definitely an adult. Right. Yeah, well, yeah, I think she was attractive. She was, she was definitely probably somebody I would have went for in school. And I think it was cool. She had the little scrunched up socks and shit. Mm-hmm. She just she embodied. A, a pretty girl that you would fuck with in yeah. middle school, especially mm-hmm. at that time period. Yeah, I guess so. So he goes to touch her ass. Oh my God, she not feeling that shit. She started beating his ass real quick. Then it gets worse. I'm going to get my brother. So now we go back to uh, <laughs> one of the, him I was his say. ass beat. Mm-hmm. He got his fucking ass beat thinking he was going to be able to get away. But nah, Stacy came. And he whooped his ass, but you know what I'm saying? He did land a punch. So I'm, he had some respect. Did he look at him for like a hot second when he hit him like He did. He said, he said, what nigga? Like, how dare I was you? like, wow. How dare you land you this did punch, that nigga? Shit. Right. <laughs> he got his ass whooped. But Alicia, I think it, it was at that moment that she respected him. She kind of realized that 
he he didn't mean any harm. It was just some young boy shit because he, he tried to tell her that he was sorry. I think she heard that shit even though she was walking away, but I think I that was bullshit the turning on point. That. I, that's just a movie, uh -oh. movie. I still call bullshit on that. Because she's going to hate you for the rest of the year. Right. That's still bullshit, <laughs> but okay. So we go back in time. Well, shit, we go forward in time now and we're in present day and the guys are looking for Roland. They got a page. They now know where he is. He is at an ex's house. This just doesn't sound like a good situation. They get to the ex's house, who is played by Tamala Jones. They get there. He is drunk on his wedding day. And he seemed like he may have tried to make an advance at his ex, but the ex was smart enough not to go for it, knowing that he is getting married, confused at the why this nigga is here. But I'm a good chick, so you can lounge out. You know what I'm saying? So you get good. So the fellas are at the house and they are confused. Fam, get the fuck up. It's your wedding day. Let's go. I don't he is, think, no. He that provided some... Hey, <laughs> Tay Diggs gave me some of the craziest lines there. He was like, dog, her booty is rotund. Oh, yeah. She, he's getting, I'm going to make her booty jiggle, Tay dude. Diggs is hilarious. Between <laughs> this and uh, Malibu's Most Wanted, he's hilarious. And then he gave a, another classic, make it last forever. <laughs> I don't know, man, but how you feel about that? I, I really don't think Shorty should have been allowing him in the house like that, bro. I think she was being a real upstanding chick, bro. Like, a yeah, lot of bro. women, I feel like, were in the 90s. Like, I feel like it wasn't none of that petty shit. Like, I don't want you, Today, but I see how day. you act. I see how you acting. I don't want you to get hit couch. out here in these streets. Right. Because, I mean, shit, you could probably could have drove somewhere if I would have told your ass to drive. You but we agree dead. that's not going, that, that wouldn't fly this this day and age. Yeah, it's not happening this day and age. You're no. going to say, go kill yourself. Right. Because we're not together anymore. Didn't she say my boyfriend is somewhere like coming? Fuck no. <laughs> All right. So, of course, now the uh, now the the goal is to try to sober up my boy Roland. Roland has to sober up because his wedding is literally in the next couple of hours. So they're trying they're in the car trying to get him something to sober him up. They head into the gas station. This nigga starts throwing up in the fucking car, going all types of crazy. So now you have throw up all over these hundred dollar suits, these hundred dollar suits. Now these niggas have to figure out how to get their clothes dry cleaned in the time that they have to do all of this shit. We was just trying to get back to the fucking wedding and now we have to do all of this extra stuff. And that, <sighs> that sex way, that sex way you into other flashbacks. So that that's pretty dope. Which is cool. They get to the gas station. Of course, this nigga they they look like shit. You know what I'm saying? So mm -hmm. they get to the gas station and they they have a they have a flashback on them being at that same exact gas station back in the day. One of the best scenes. <laughs> going to the school dances. Mm -hmm. That gas station is where they used to pick up their Tic Tacs. Mm -hmm. So they give us the flashback of them asking the girls out to the dance and shit like that. Don't None of them have dates, but they had this... Shit, we going to the dance anyway. You know what I'm saying? Fuck we going to go to the dance. We going to pick up numbers. We going to get girls. So that's what we going to do. What's the saying? Mackin'. Mackin'. Hanging. What is hanging? He said Mackin'. Hanging, hanging. Huh? <laughs> yeah, I, was like, I was like, I couldn't remember just hanging and chilling. But yeah, that's one of the funniest scenes like ever, bro. Like, I mean, we just, y'all seen it before, but you know, they, they in there, they getting something to drink. 
Stacy and them, they run through there getting ready to uh, rob the place. Feels like robbing the place. What is this dude's name that that played alongside Stacy? Is his name Antoine Tanner or something like that? I think so. I, I think, think that's his I name. So. Let's talk about him because he has been in the game for decades, it seems like, and he is one of them niggas that do not age. He has looked the same age throughout his entire career and nobody talks about it. He he plays a lot of smaller roles, right. but he character that nigga is old as fuck and still going crazy. So shouts out man. to him, man. You know my favorite part of that scene, bro. One of my I think it's it's so funny. My favorite part is mm -hmm. They like, how we gonna get out of here? He's like, I got this shit. He's shaking up the drink. I guess he think he gonna throw it down and cause a scene. And he's like, hey, <laughs> hold on real quick, bro. Oh shit. I love that shit, bro. I absolutely it's love hilarious, it, bro. man. I love it. And it's just, and I think what it leads to is dope. Mm -hmm. Cause they get, you know, they leave that. He's like, hey, I'm gonna take you little niggas to the dance. And then it's like, I'm taking you to the dance. They get pulled over. And right then and there, they don't say shit. They don't say nothing they about- They got weed and gun in the right. car. But they Straight. stand 10 toes down and they don't say shit. So and like, it's not his car. <laughs> right, at all. So the, the nigga in the passenger seat is getting ready to tell and act like a little bitch, but they don't act like a bitch. And then I guess right then and there- they Mike held it down. He fucks with me. He fucks with him yeah. now. Mike I held it down, was, immediately got right. Stacy's respect. And I think once, that was organic too. Yeah, like that was, was a way to do it without just saying, oh, I fuck with you now. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. You know? And once they got back to the party, you know, uh, Stacy just showed Mike his appreciation and told him, hey, listen, man, I, I know that that shit that was going on with my sister the other day, I know you ain't mean nothing by it, man. You, you got my respect. She loved his song by Luther Vandross. Go get you a dance. Go if do that for mine, me. this world was mine, right? Yep. That's what this world was mine. He said, make sure you do that for me. Mm -hmm. Now that's crazy. The same nigga that whooped my ass is telling me, hey, you can fuck with my sister now. Mm -hmm. I'm going to do it. Well, he didn't really know he was going to do it. He is a scary ass nigga. Yeah, yeah. So they get in the they get in the uh in the party, right? <sighs> this nigga is literally hugging the fucking seat all night. And Slim and Rolling are going crazy. You know what I'm saying? Numbers getting their numbers left and right. Getting numbers left and right. My nigga Mike is just sitting there looking at Alicia from a distance. Then the fucking song comes on. Now, now he wants to get up and now dance. Now he wants to get up and dance. But I ain't gonna lie, man. What Kanye say? One good girl is worth a thousand bitches. I mean, <laughs> but <laughs> because that's what they said after the night, because he ended right. up getting the number after the dance, and them niggas was like, man, all these numbers ain't shit compared to that one right there. All these some butterheads. <laughs> but is it is it really? I think so. I think so. Because sometimes you at have, that age, at that age, I think everyone I at, at that, that age, age had that one. That was like the super crush of all crushes that probably spanned throughout entirety of grade school. That's like this one right here. I could I could marry that one. So yeah, I think for, to some people, Alicia would be that one in life. I in believe sense, oh, it's one one good girl is worth or whatever. But I think back <laughs> at that time, I'm like nah. I'd rather have a couple of them. What, Jay, what, what Jamie Foxx saying, Ray? Yeah, I got a ten. I got five. I got ten good ones. Like that's 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 hilarious, bro. So now we jump forward in time, and these niggas are adults, and now they're getting their clothes dry cleaned, and they head to this pizza parlor to get something to eat real quick, and they do another little reminiscing, and now we're going back um, to the bed, the bed. Oh yeah. So my, now these kids person. are not in middle school anymore. Now they jump to high, high school. school when these niggas is fiending, they horny and they want, you know, fiending hungry and hot. 
Right. They want some sex. So the bet is basically, we gonna put, we have this pot, right? And every week we're gonna put a dollar in this pot until somebody gets some sex. So that's honestly the weirdest shit, but it's kind of, is there more of an incentive to just wait? If I don't, the money builds as <laughs> so, it was a really weird thing. <laughs> well, so I forgot. I don't know, but I really like that. That um, I think that was in contrast to if you remember the movie American Pie. Mm-hmm. That was that was kind of that thing as well. Their big deal. But I fuck with it here than in American Pie because in American Pie they end up saying like, "Well, we didn't really need to have sex, and we didn't have sex." I think these guys, these guys actually fuck, so I like this one better. Well, shit, hey, Rowan and Slim ain't fucking nothing. Well, buddy did, though. <laughs> Rowan and Slim my, ain't doing nothing. They, they out here nothing. trying to get some. They, they trying their hardest, and it's just not happening. And Mike, you know, him and, he said him and Alicia actually dated real quick in middle school, as people do for maybe about two weeks or so. Now we in high school he now. He kind of fucked though, really, didn't he? Nah. Uh-uh. He didn't stick it in? He didn't stick it in. Oh, you jumping the gun. Oh, I'm sorry. So, uh... <laughs> They are they're just doing some studying for the day, mm-hmm. and they they do a little flirting. They do a little, just a little tad flirting to let each other know, hey, like you know what I'm saying, we want the same things. So they look at each other and they're kind of like, okay, hey, uh, come look at this dress that I got for the dance. Which in high school, fam, if you get an opportunity to come go over to the a chick house, yeah, with the parents not there, mm-hmm. fam, you better. That's the best. You better, you better, hey man. So Mike is over there and he's just looking at Alicia, you know what I'm saying? She starts taking off her clothes, just start taking off her little socks and shit. He's like, oh boy. He starts to get excited. Then the fucking song comes on from the dance. Mm-hmm. If this world were mine. Great so call now, back. Great. these niggas are going full body to body now. They are doing like a little, doing a little dancing and shit. Dancing turns into kissing. Kissing turns into laying down and realizing that this condom that I got is old as fucking. It ain't working. We ain't gonna use it. So now I gotta go to Stacy's room to get this condom. Fuck. So that was a whole thing within itself. <laughs> oh man, I take that back. I said originally that the gas station scene was the funniest. No, it's this scene. This is hilarious. I remember watching this on television, as you do. And my little brother was playing a game and I'm sitting here laughing at him trying to stick it in and not getting it in. And my little brother's looking at me like, what the fuck are you laughing at? What is going at? on? What's so he, funny here? I'm talking about dumb funny. <laughs> I take that back. This is my favorite scene of the whole movie. So yeah, Mike and Alicia, you know, he get his condom and now they finally have sex. So it's one of them things where Mike never even told the guys. He just waited till one of them got it and they won the bet. Which is booty because I would have definitely told. I'm not that type of... That's a movie. That's movie, movie. Different I, strokes for different folks. I'm, movie, not, movie. I'm not a kiss and tell person. Why, well, why would you agree to do it? That's true. That's very true. Well, that's, maybe. Let's try uh, some sweet shit that they can I guess, I guess he thought it was going to be somebody else. He didn't want to put Alicia out there like that. Maybe. I don't know. Who was who he thought it was? He said it, right? He was dating a lot of other girls, though, at that time. Yeah. He, he's been around the block. He, you know, he's he big, had to say big who Mike. I don't think he had to say who it was. He just asked, fuck. I guess they're going to ask him, but yeah. So now, realizing that he got the bet, you know what I'm saying, they jump forward to adulthood, and now they're just, you know, they're continuously reminiscing, and it's making them think, like, fam, Roland, this is this is your wedding day. Like, we're all growing older, but we all still going to be here for each other. Is that is that what you're scared of? Are you scared of the niggas leaving the wood? Like, we always going to be here for you, big dog. Like, there should be no fear of commitment with this girl who is literally... 
the one for you. Like we've seen who you've been with. This is the one. So they had to do some, you know, some brotherly talking into his ass and they they got him on the right track. So now they get back to the wedding and shit, it's time for a nigga to get married. So they mm-hmm. do just that. I think it's a beautiful scene because Alicia turns into Sanaa Lathan. Which is, <laughs> which is a movie-movieing, I will which say that. Which is extremely odd. Because I think they like could have just made Melinda look a little older, just a tad. Which like, they could have just had her they're literally with a different the same, hairstyle. They're like the same age and like the same <laughs> counterparts. Like They literally go for the same movies, probably. Like I didn't, I never understood that and didn't realize that until later on. But that just, that, that's crazy. But <clears throat> one thing I'll say is... Mm-hmm. It's a theme. Like we originally, we did uh, the brothers. We did the brothers, and I think there's a theme between black men, friends, and marriage because that was kind mm-hmm. of a point, a plot point in the brothers as well. Yeah. And I also say that to say I love these type of movies between this and the brothers. We really, and I've always said this, we really don't get these type of movies. We don't get movies mm-hmm. about black men where they're not shooting, they're not killing. That's true. They're just living life. They're Definitely. growing up. Absolutely love that. I yeah. love that. I fuck with it heavy, but. Shit, this is pretty much the end of the movie, man. They at the wedding, everything's good. My boy Big Mike gives a toast to end out the movie, and shit, that's the wood. Right. Hey, listen, I think. Uh, but I would say the, the weird, the thing that I think about in that movie, I think the most memorable parts of that movie mm-hmm. are the young kids. And but I, I would say that oh, they the, stole the show. Right, and I think, and then I say this to say, like the the main people, like the the more stars, the uh, Angus T. Jones, the. Uh, Everybody that's Omar Epps, like those are the people who who are the top billing characters, actors. That's who you think back when you say it. We didn't even say the names of the young kids. I just thought about it. We didn't even say I didn't even say the names. And you often you, you probably don't even know who they are. Right. It's just um, interesting. That's actually a fault of ours. We should have had the names of the young right. folks, but we'll, we'll have that. Right. Um but yeah, do you have any favorite other favorite songs on the album? No, not off on top, the but album, I have a on question. The movie. Right. What's up? I have a question. So, uh, more of a point to be made. So, you know, they're actually doing a, a television series version based on the movie. I have heard with about the that. director with mm-hmm. the uh, Rick. So, um, I wonder, like, are they going to? Is it going to be different characters? Or are they bringing the adult char- the adult characters back to have them narrate? Mm-hmm. Well, how would you like to see that? How, how would you like to see that done? If they redo the wood. All of the characters are, oh man! It would it definitely can't be the young people. You could have the older people, but you just couldn't have the young people that was original. Or should they? Just you got to scrap people? it. You have just to scrap it. And people. Everything has to be fresh. Right. It's one of them things that if you if you do that movie, everything has to be fresh. Maybe you could do cameos of the original guys and even the younger guys just in that world maybe as somebody else right or maybe even if they do the wood i think they can mm, here's what they could do the wood could literally be an ever-growing thing just like dope it's still in that same universe but it's like a newer version of it they can do it just like that and same still time have time. they can still have big mike and all of those mm-hmm. and just chronicle new friends that's coming of age the wood is a great movie because it is a coming of age movie mm-hmm. it's one of those things that chronicles boys to men essentially mm-hmm. so i think you could do that with new characters you could do that with new characters and especially with the wood if you're making it a tv show it's going right. to be a series so you can stretch that baby out so, so in present day you would like to see it in present day and not the 80s and 70s they can do all that no actually keep it in present day keep it in keep present, present day. day 
Because I, I probably would like, rather see like. Or you could probably days. do present day and switch it up and go a little bit into the future, maybe like ten years into the future. Listen, people are doing crazy things with these shows now, and the the level of creativity is just at an all time high. So I'm ready to see what it looks like. Me too. That's especially if you have the writer and director. Sometimes it's a little scratch when you don't have it. Mm-hmm. But if you have the writer director saying, "I, I have right. an idea. This is what I want to do." I'm all for there's it. There's a difference. That does it, it makes a big difference. Yeah, definitely. So, what's some of your uh, favorite songs on the movie? Oh uh, man, the only other song I would think of is the Mystical and Outcast joint. You know, you know that song, right? Mm-hmm. The Mystical Outcast. Neck of the you gotta, woods. That got to be the outro, bro. You got to play the outro for me, boy. Of course, of course, of course. I'll go ahead and get started. And as always, man, that's another episode of Classic with me, your host, Louis B. And your boy, K Rock. I'm ready to go. You ready to go? Where you got to go? No whammies, goddamn. You can't stand. Make them feel the impact, and I ain't even in my head. Would you swallow like fine wine or peanut butter? Would you holler 
Okay, no heat in Rafa Cup. Yeah. 